Welcome everyone to the very first episode of the Fake Nerd Book Club Special, where we obviously don't have enough time to talk about a certain book, so we're like, you know what, screw it, we're going to devote an entire show to it. I am Ben Magnet, along always is Brandon T. McClure. How's it going? Ryan James Eliopoulos. What's up, my name's not Wade Watts. And over the int- internet ether is Sparkplug Wikiwitty. Hello. We're t- today. Yeah, where today we talk about a book that I have read two and a half times and everyone else has read once. Well, I, I have. love this book. He started reading it earlier in the week. Got it. Yeah. So it, 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 is, should... it is Ready Player One oh, by Ernest what it is. Klein. <laughs> yeah. Why well, should I talk about the entire book without talking I was about, about to introduce <laughs> it. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> so obviously the movie is coming out. It's coming out next week. We're recording this the Sunday before it comes out. But it's being released this, the this day ep- it comes out. Yeah, this episode is going to be released the day it does come out. So, so yeah, we, we have not we seen wanna, the film. We, we want to be clear here. Yeah, the, we've not. None of us has seen the film, correct? No, no, no. Okay, no, no. one's no one's it secretly gone. It comes out in like screening. four days. It comes out like early. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't come out Friday. That's interesting. So we're going to release this on the day it comes out. So mm-hmm. uh, we we are talking specifically about the book, uh, keeping uh, keeping you know movie comparisons yeah. to a minimum. Yeah. At, so if I, after seeing the trailer, I'm like, I don't even know how much of a comparison we can really have. It's so different. <laughs> Well, sure. luckily, if you want to know how we feel about the movie, you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait a few more days because that is gonna be coming out on Sunday. Sorry, Charlie. But this episode is strictly about the book, nothing else. Well, well maybe, if you, maybe if I you, read Armada, so I don't know what we're gonna do about you this. You did read no, Armada. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I read the wrong I, book. I got really surprised there because I have Armada. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now I'm okay. All right. Well. All right. So. So let's get some initial thoughts on the yeah. book real quick. Ben, you go first since it's. You, I, don't you know. Know. I don't know if Ben <laughs> likes this book. The thing yeah, is, no, I haven't book... heard anything about Ben saying. Yeah, I think the book this was my last book, like my, my last thing on the other show I was doing. The Brandon, you were there for a hot second. Sure. Remember. I think this was the last book I did on that show before you and I did this one. And Ready Player One, I will not lie, is one of my all-time favorite books. I have read this book twice. Um, because I and just I just enjoyed it, and I was reading it a second, uh, a third. I was attempting to read it a third time, thinking I had more time to finish it. But then it's like surprise, we have to record. I was like, up on you, right? Yeah, I <laughs> right. Like, I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. To be fair, I it was my fault, miscommunication on my it's fault. It's okay, on now, my part. dude. It's it's all right. I once again, I read it twice and a half, and I might just even finish it before the movie comes out. Yeah, who knows? So I love Certainly this book. Not I. <laughs> yeah. Even though I was not born in the eighties, I re- I was born in ninety. And but somehow growing up, I fell in love with the eighties. I fell in love with the the music. I fell in love with the films. I fell in love with the pop culture references. I watched a lot of I Love the Eighties on VH1 while I was Hell younger. Yeah, and I just and then as I grew older, I started liking the history of pop culture, linking a bunch of stuff to the eighties, video games, music, and all that stuff. So as I was reading Player One the very first time. It just got its hooks in me and did not let go. I loved every reference, no matter how small, no matter how stupid it might have seemed at the time. I absolutely loved it. Second time, I still enjoyed it. Even reading it a third time, second and a half, <laughs> half. I still was loving it. Now, Ryan, let's get your thoughts on it. Hey, guys. What's up? So, um, I uh, before I even started this book, like it, ha- it has a reputation for being a certain way. Um, and before the movie came out, I think it had some, even me included, some unwarranted hate because like I didn't read it, and everyone just assumes it's just like a pop culture, uh, 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 like regurgitation. And not to say that it kind of isn't, mm-hmm. but my only real problem with the book is that it's just kind of amateurly amateurly written. 
I think the story is really intriguing and I think it's really inventive. And for someone who gets a lot of these references like you do, Ben, mm-hmm. uh, I almost got almost all the references in this book. And while some of them are, are just for, hey, here's something that I know, I think a lot of it does tie in to the characters and how this world has evolved into a weird uh, post-nostalgia, uh, like dystopian future where like it's like it's in the future, but it's still the 80s. Like it's super yeah. weird and interesting. Mm-hmm. But I really, I really enjoy this book yeah. way more than I anticipated to. S- Sparks, how about you? Oh, saving the best for last, Brandon. Oh yeah, saving the best for last. Um, I'm. Uh, I like it, but I don't. I don't love it. Um, there are a lot of character development issues I have with it. Um, I'm not as into all of the '80s references. Like, I can go along the ride, even references I don't know if they if they're, um, you know, fleshing out the world in the book. Then, then I don't mind them but i do think that it's some of it is a little too heavy-handed uh almost um kind of done in this prose style i i would compare to ernest hemingway which sounds really pretentious Um, (laughs) oh boy but but i mean like hemingway hemingway writes really great stories about characters but he tends to drone on with a lot of details that some are helpful, but like he'll focus on one for too long. And, and I felt a lot of that, especially in like the first half of the book with the references. And it's hard to there's a lot of that where I wish that there had been less time dedicated to the to the like, look, I want you to understand exactly how well he knows this thing about this thing and instead had developed the characters better. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with that because, mm-hmm. you know. I wanted to be clear before we get going. I do have a lot of harsh criticisms to this book, and I've mentioned a lot of them off air to Ben. Um, you should see his Twitter feed. Oh yeah, if you want to know some of those, <laughs> go to my Twitter feed. Um, it's very important to me that going forward, the audience and you guys know that more than anything, I think the book is fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it's it's not egregiously bad. It's not great. It's just fine mm-hmm. to me. Other than that, I had a lot of problems with character development. Uh, there is practically none. Mm-hmm. Um, the references, I, too many. Cut, trim some trim some of that fat, I think. Um, but more than anything, it's just frustrating how the story moves. Uh, let's get let's start getting into it. some some of them. Uh, I just I want to piggyback off what you just said. I think let's all agree also at the outset that this is a book made for people who really like video game culture. Yes. Yeah. Like if you don't if you just actively do not care about video game culture, this book is not made for you. It uses like, it uses like, like NPC as a general term. And if you don't know what that means then like you're, you're yeah, not, like, like, you're not like, just gonna let's, get it. Let's let's be upfront. It has a very specific audience and if you're not part of that audience, it's hard to like this book. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. Um it, well, actually, I want to take back off of not that, not that it invalidates your opinion, Brandon. No, I'm just saying, like, to be aware that you know the book is made for certain people who will appreciate it and certain people who won't, and and that it doesn't mean that the things that you're going to say about how it's written are invalid. That I'm just pointing that out. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you, um, Ryan. You, you say you say this book uses NPC yeah. as a general term, and it, one of the things that I notice that when it explains terms like this, it's very uh, the. So one of the things I totally agree with this book is that it's very gatekeepy. And I Explain what that is. Okay, so 
uh, I'm, I'm sure I railed against it before on the show, but uh, for anyone who doesn't know, a gatekeeper is essentially someone, and it's very prevalent in the comics and video game culture, um, where it's you, it's someone who's like, hey, I really liked Avengers, Age of Ultron. Bet you haven't read Avengers 157. It's, oh, a lot, okay. yeah. it's a lot of that. And yeah, it, it you had definitely actually, nerdy cultures like that. For yeah, sure. actually, Brandon, you had to explain that to me because I asked for um, a definition of gatekeeping because you were saying, tell me how much this book it can get gatekeeping. And it can, it, but it's, it, 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 it doesn't, it's not trying to be malicious in its delivery of that sort of thing, but it can get um, up on a high horse and be like, oh, well, you don't know what this is. There's literally a line in this book where they like, they didn't memorize all the lines of Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. Um, and and that is, again, one of my big problems. Um, it's, it's, it's just the way that Ernest Klein kind of just writes it. And it's just like, again, it's just very... It's very simple. Like, there's not a lot of like he could be talking about something for a long time, but you're not actually learning anything. He's not like yes. he's not like George Railroad Martin, who actually goes in depth for 30 pages about a chair. But you know, you literally know more about a chair than you would about Wade Watson this entire book. Did you just say Railroad Martin? Yeah, everyone knows his name's George R. R. Railroad Martin. All right, yeah, moving so, on. No, yeah, but um, it's just like and when, when he's talking to Artemis specifically, and and he goes like, "Oh, she said this thing. That's so hot." And I'm like, that is something a teenager would probably say. Well, he is a teenager. He is a teenager. He's 18 years old. Exactly. So a part of me is like, I, I try to look at myself as being a young teenage, young teenage boy, like in the video game culture. And I'm trying to put myself there. I'm like, I was definitely, I used to say, oh, the female species is an enemy. That's something that like, that's how he talks. And I, and at first I was against that, but I got to realize, yo man, I used to be super nerdy just like that. So a, a lot of the hokey dialogue that teenagers say I can kind of get over it's just it's just the, the, the amateur writing but that he's that not he's not writing it as if he's a hokey teenager he's writing it because he doesn't know how else to write it well I mean yeah and, and that's that's well, it's through the lens of of this of this dweeb basically so you got it you got it yeah it comes across as a screenwriter who has a concept and is writing the screenplay but he has to fill in the gaps because it's a novel and not a screenplay with all of his nerd knowledge. Funny thing is, Ernest Klein actually is a screenwriter. Well, see, that's actually, I know. That's why mm-hmm. I said it. Yeah. That's actually one of my biggest problems with this is that it's a screenplay. Yeah. And 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 one of my one of the things that I I notice about the book is that it will start the plot will start and then it will stop to do something else. Not that has nothing to do with the overarching plot of the book. This was his first book. Is it mm-hmm. the second? I thought Armada no, was. No, no, no. Was Armada was no, the Armada second. No, Armada second. This is the first. Oh, okay, uh, and, I see. And since we're talking about this little section, um, this brings up uh, my my chief problem with the book. Could probably be boiled down to the statement: Ernest Klein does too much telling and not enough showing. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Which is normally something you say about films and television. I don't normally say that about books, but that's exactly what's going on here. He tells me that Wade and Artemis have this great relationship where they bond and they yeah. spend all this time together. No, they don't. And I see none of it. I never no. see any of it. So how can I care about it? Because he's just telling me that it exists. Yeah, exactly. He's like, not showing me it exists. Like there's a scene, there's a um, an incident where where Ernest writes about how Wade, Dido, and Shoto, they go off on the Ultraman quest. Oh, and by they- the way, Dido and Shoto are absolutely racist stereotypes who have very little character. I want to get that right out of the way. Okay. Well, they um. Go I would say, sorry, but l- l- less stereotypes, just not developed characters who happen to be like Japanese. They just kind of forget about them too sometimes. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Continue. As I was saying, I was agree. I was trying to agree with Sparks because there is a scene where they go on the Ultraman quest. Ultraman being, of course, the highly 
popular uh, Japanese. Is he a giant? Ro- he's not a giant robot. He's he's a robot that turns into a giant robot. He's, I don't know. I've never watched Ultraman. Neither have I. But they get an item called the Beta Capsule, and eventually the Beta Capsule does come into a play in the in the final. Uh, Brandon called it the third act, so let's call it the third act. It is a third this, act. This yeah. book is split into three parts. I will not lie. Three <laughs> level, acts. level three. Yeah, part one, part two, and part three. And act one, act two, act three. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'll and, stop. And the bay capsule comes to play, but of course, it's like they never went and got and they showed us this quest. I was like, you know what? I would be actually interested into seeing how they got the Ultraman, the beta capsule, or how Wade went from a level twenty wimp after he got after he got the copper key to going to level ninety nine with yeah, Artemis. It, it's it's done because it needs to get it needs to get done so we can yeah. get to the next story element. It's it's done because he's a screenwriter trying to write a book and in a book you can just go and do those things. Yeah. You can just you can just flesh out those relationships and those quests. Like yeah. there's no there's no limit to imagination or time or budget. You can just you can just take us on the journey, but there is no journey because it's a screenplay and this is just background information. There's a and lot of like there's a, a lot of montages. Yeah, that would be a montage. Um actually since no, we're talking, in this book he writes montages yeah. essentially. Um there is this there is one part of my biggest gripe is cuz I got this book through the crate so I got it for free. Essentially, I got um, it for free too. Actually, thanks, th- thanks Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that was your Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for loot crate this book would not be as popular as it is. Probably not. But I got so I got I got this through the crate, and as I was reading the back of it, um, it was like, oh, it has stuff to do with video games. So I'm reading about it. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, the exhibition stuff in the beginning, but stuff didn't really get really good until page sixty four when the plot starts. Yeah, when Wade it's on my Twitter feed. <laughs> when Wade figures out the key. But the part I really, 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 really hate is when Wade gets all mopey about when he tells Artemis how he feels at Ogden's birthday party. Oh, man. Just oh, that man. whole, the second part, the part two, well, parts one and part three are my favorite parts. It's just part two, that stupid part two. It drags. And you know it's what, man? It's just like, he's moping, he's sad, he's like, ugh. Well, I oh, love no. you. You don't even know me, Wade. Well, oh, that, that's, that, so the, actually, two things about uh, you guys brought up that I want to touch on. There's a lot of stuff where it's like, I want to see more of kind of that uh, identity conflict culture in video game. Like you're in a VR simulation. Nobody really knows who's who's who. Um, and I want to see... Which apparently the movie does a really good job of. Yeah, yeah, I want to see more of that, bringing that more to the forefront. My problem is, and I, I, I'm a little harsh when I say this, so I don't necessarily mean it. I just think the word isn't funny. Yeah. Um, he's trying to say something in this book. But he can't stop jerking it to the eighties yeah. to do it. It's well, I mean, it's all about like, because spoilers for the end of the book, I guess. Like, oh, you just like learn to be happy with who you are, and like, l- like, like what, like, like he we, Wade's supposed to be like, like, a, like a fat teenager, and then Artemis. Is and then he gets, but he gets thin. Yeah, just he gets thin because he's well, he gets. Oh, I, you, he so he, uh, you're looking at me like you're confused. He starts working out in the Oasis. Well, he no, I remember that, but I yeah. Yeah. oh, but so he, he becomes really thin, bald. Well, yeah. Cause oh, no, because he washes and he like all he his washes hair gets and removed. Yeah, right. all his hair gets removed, okay. but also it's like no, right. he locks himself out of the oasis unless he like. Uh, it's a so really they, weird. They thing. can't even double down on the like just be happy with what you look like. You're like actually no, he got ripped and good looking. Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. That and sucks. And <laughs> like and like another thing, I, I think the the real world is a big problem in this book. Oh yeah. Because it's not fle- it's either not fleshed out enough or fleshed it's, out too it's, little. F- for me, it was just enough. Where I'm like. <laughs> 
It's just so, enough. Sorry, that was the same statement. <laughs> was it? I'm, I'm very. Wait, what did you, what did it's you say? either not fleshed out enough or fleshed out too little. Oh, you're uh, right. You're oh. right. You're right. You're right. I don't know what, that. what I mean. What I mean to say is, it should be fleshed out more or it should be fleshed out less. I think. I think it was because he, he tries the bare to, minimum. He tries to meet. He tries to meet this middle ground where it's like, oh, IOI has slaves. Accept that. Oh, the world is terrible. Accept that. Oh, the world is dystopian. Just accept that. Well, but well, I want to. Here's the thing. I want. I'm. I want to know. You want 100 more pages? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, legitimately, yeah. sure. You can do that in a book. Stephen King, it's it for Stephen King is like a thousand and something yeah. pages. Like, legitimately, you can do that. You can you can develop more in the book. You're, you're, the Oasis is very visual. I get that. But the real world is so not interesting. It's it just kind of like, IOI is way too evil of a corporation. They literally have slaves. Tell me why. Tell um, me the explanation for why. In, in, in they're slaves. Intendermit. Essentially, it's uh, like a... I know. Oh, they're slaves. Essentially, yeah. They're working their debts but off. They don't, but they don't, they don't go into how that happened, why it happened, why it's okay, or why why the world is well, dystopian. Okay. Well, you see, I, I don't think that really matters it doesn't. in this book. Because this core story is... You have your antagonist, I know I and Nick Sorrento. There's this big, mega giant corporation but that has unbelievably the, but, evil. Yeah, but so it's twenty four. Thing is, it's but the Empire controls the world, dude. It's 20- the galaxy. It's different. Brandon, IOI controls it's, the Oasis. It's twenty forty five. No, they don't. Well, they're trying. It's twenty forty five. Who knows how American politics has changed during that time between two thousand eighteen and twenty forty five? So tell me. Sale. So tell me. I don't. I don't. I don't know. No, but that's the thing. But that's the thing. The book. Why does the, the thing? book tell the main, me? But the main thing about the book is, is that the world went to shit, and the oasis is their only escape from this horrible reality. Sparks, what are you trying? What are you trying to say? Uh, my uh, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know why you want this, Brandon. Because you really like you're the guy who goes to Star Wars and wants the politics. You want why the why like, the Walking Dead zombies? Like, give me the give me the origin. Oh, I don't care about zombies. Well, you know but, what I mean. But, uh, I get what you mean. Yes. Yeah, you 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 like that kind of thing. So I totally get why you want that here, and I agree with you that the real world has issues and it's not well built in this. But I also have to agree with Ben's basic statement, which is for this story, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter because we really don't spend much time in the real world. Now, I do think this is probably my only comparison I'm going to make. I do think it becomes a flaw when we look at the film, considering how much clearly is going to be in the real world in comparison to the book. Mm -hmm. But for this book, so little time is ever spent in the real world. I didn't think it was an issue. I, like, I felt I felt there was too much time it was, spent in the real it world. Was, it's not it was really kind that of like much, a, though. It was kind of like a Brazil situation. Oh, You've Brazil. seen Brazil, right? Yes. Brandon? Yes. It, it was you kind of like a Brazil me. situation to me where nobody nobody had to explain how the world was to me. Mm-hmm. I just I was only focused on the story related to the main character. That's kind of how I feel about Ready Player One. I, I, I know what you're saying and I agree with you, but I do yeah. think that it doesn't actually matter and all that stuff would have been like extra fluff that wasn't needed, especially because clearly Ernest Klein did, couldn't think of it. Exactly. Right. Well, well, that, yeah. yeah, he couldn't think but, of it. So, this, is a pro- but this is a problem of mine. Is he, he he does the bare minimum, like Brian said. So, yeah, the like with the slave scene, like, uh, I feel like, so if we do go into, like, okay, so why is the world this bad? Then we're going to have another 50 pages of, like, amateur writing. Like, well, in 2042, like, when the oil dust and blah, blah. I, we, I don't think we need that, to be honest. And I, again, like, I understand your reasoning, but I don't think, 
uh, this guy should give it to us. <laughs> right. I think it's like just the enough. Part, like the, ti- the parts of the real world that where Wade actually goes in, like when he goes from so Oklahoma, boring. when he goes from Oklahoma to Columbus. That's another thing that really ticked me off is that uh, going back to the real world, to the real world thing being very little developed. It's like, oh, there are armored buses for the barren wastelands that are that's the the, the wastelands of between cities. I'm like, wait, it's Mad Max. What? Now. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't care. It's like, oh, that. When I read this book, it's like, oh, that sucks. So let's just get back to stuff the Oasis. Let me let me let me tell you why. It's like, hey, me, that's me, a that's a thing. Can I finish, please? But let me tell you why that um no. why why that why I have such a problem with that is because and that's exactly what I told you. Develop less then. Just be like it's just kind of the same thing. It's just kind of a little bit shittier than our than our current state of the but world. But then then the entire world wouldn't want to be going into an Everyone Oasis. Everyone wants to be in a in a video game nowadays anyway. No. Not really. You don't play video games, dude. No, but that, but it, I escaped through a different medium. But what I mean is, like, for the Oasis specifically, like, the entire world is inside this virtual reality. Like, the world would have to be pretty bad. And I would love to see, like, what 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 happened to media because dude, of the I don't Oasis. want a book twice as long. It's about the Oasis more than the real world. I'll tell you what happened to me. All the media went into the Oasis. I want to know that sort of thing, though. You want to know what love is? You do. That's <laughs> I mean, the kinda. thing. Brandon, the stuff that you have to know about the Oasis, you know. The stuff about Halliday, the stuff about Octomaro, the stuff of how the Oasis came to be. Yeah. That's I just feel there. Like the stuff about the real world, he says, not as important, yes, really. there is stuff that happens, like the armored car trip from Oklahoma, from Oklahoma to Columbus. Shit went so bad that the United States became the wild, wild west this all is, over this again. Is, this is the last bit I'll, I'll say on, on that. On, on, on my, my part on it, anyway. Um, it, to me, it's just there to add a trope for the sake of adding a trope. Yeah, it's the dystopia trope. I hate, but, honestly, I hate the dystopia trope, too. But, I but really I feel, do. No, but I feel like if you're going to add a trope, don't do it for the sake of doing it. Do it because it, it, it enhances the story in some way. And to me, specifically, is what I'm saying, it doesn't enhance the story at all. In fact, it lessens it. I so it's let's remember it's a screenwriter and a, he knew that adult, he, he wanted he teenagers. wanted a setting and obvious excuse for why all these people are so obsessed with the oasis well it's cuz the world is shitty and that's that's literally all that was ever thought of about it I know Hunger Games, why dude. you I know why you want more but Hunger Games I get is it. hundreds I of years to- I I, I mean, it's, it's I, for it's not it's for younger people like they don't have to explain everything cuz there's, there's lots of other things about the book I want to talk about yes, um yes uh Brandon it's it's a totally valid point but I also do think that ultimately like because this is written like a screenplay that just happens to be a novel with a bunch of extra stuff added to it, it totally is that it's stuff that it's stuff that doesn't matter to this particular story I know why you want it but for the story of the oasis it doesn't really matter that's stuff that would get cut from the movie uh what all right then let's 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 move on um I Sparks, do you, what, you said you want, there's other things you wanted to touch on. Uh, why don't you lead our next our next point? Uh, sure. Um, so let me let me just kind of browse my notes real quick. So it's I I already talked about how I find it really hard. I like right off the bat, for the first hundred or so pages, I can't care about anybody outside of Wade, and that's kind of problematic for me because I don't think Wade is a very engaging character up to that point. Yeah. And literally, there's no time spent with anybody else long enough for me to have an impression on them. Okay. Not even like his, not even like his best friend. When his best friend's there, his best friend's just kind of there. H is just basement. like a person. Like yeah, says, you don't, he just you says don't, words. 
you don't get connection to him until things start going on like halfway through the book. Yeah. But you don't really connect or imprint on that character. And all of your uh, ideas of Artemis come from Wade's early description of her blogs and everything. Mm. You you don't really get to form an opinion on her on their first meeting really either. Yeah. Um, it's it's really difficult to just kind of be like, who are these people? And like we, we talked about this before. Teenagers. There's no reason. <laughs> the book gives us no clear cut reason why these characters shouldn't be working together. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. actually uh, well the the thing is only one person can win the prize. That's they don't why know they that. No, they do. Only one person. Okay, okay, but there are clans. Yeah. Why can't they be clans? Because they the cl- be they're, they're solo hunters. That's like their thing. No. The clans have when you join a Gunter clan, it straight up says in the early chapters of the book, if you join a Gunter clan, you have to split the prize money with everyone else in yeah. the clan. Whereas solo players, they Billions get to keep... Billions of dollars split by five people? Yeah, man, people are greedy. Uh, Sparks, you, you, were, you, were, you were starting to say something. What were you starting to say? Yeah, well, I was just... I wanted to head down a path of how the, the characters are pretty much across the board, all poorly developed, and I wanted to talk about that. But but I did want to talk about how... Um, what were we just saying? Sorry. The character, the book gives us no clear-cut reason why the Oh, why they shouldn't. don't work together. Why they don't work together. Yeah. Okay, so um, my biggest problem with it is I can get why Wade and, and Ace don't work together. I can get it. Uh, I start to not believe it when it comes to the fact that they, they all kind of know they're they're in trouble, but they're still going to stay apart. After they've like been like, like attempted to get murdered, like maybe we no, should No, no, no. After, after, yeah, after the attempt on his life is made, and then after... Uh, it, which which one of the Japanese ones is Dai- it? Who dies? Daito? Daito. Daito. Okay, so... <laughs> die, Daito. Um, <laughs> So after Daito dies, I do find it a little BS that they don't help each other out. Um, it takes because, them too long. Because I get the whole, like, I want to do it on my own as a video game thing. I can kind of buy that. And I get the whole idea of um, uh, that that they don't trust that they can split it and that kind of thing. But like I said, as the danger gets more real, and especially the connection that I I do at that point in the book start to believe between Wade and Ace, uh, I don't buy why they aren't working together. And as far as Wade and Artemis, this goes back to the telling, not showing thing. You've told me how close they are. In fact, you've told me Wade likes her so much he almost doesn't even care about winning. In which case, it doesn't even make sense for him not to help her win if he really doesn't care about winning and only cares about being with her and she'll only be with him once the prize is found. Yeah. He could literally have just helped her and let her win. But then you don't and get that, the angsty drama. He, yeah. No, I know. I know. Yeah. But that's and that's what I mean. It's like yeah, I get bad. why it doesn't go that way, but it's really poorly written because there is no good reason for as they've said Wade is for him to work with her. Yeah. I think that actually goes to my whole thing where I think the stakes are too high in this book. Primarily because the characters, the stakes are really high, but the characters don't really, don't really progress in a, in a way that, ju- that justifies it. Like they're just kind of like, oh well, I almost well, died, whatever. Well, it's even, but like, but like Daito's death is not, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not played up. Like no, it's like- so so Shoto Shoto's av- avatar's death carries more weight to Wade than Daito's real death. And that really bugged me. Also, I want to say it yeah. probably 
It's, also, like like when when his house got blew up and his aunt died, like the, like I know he doesn't like. Well, her. the thing is, yeah. he, he and his aunt he and his aunt were close and all. He was more bummed out about his friend Mrs. Gilmore. Yo, I yeah, hate my we, aunt too. But, but like, we read upset. that. We read that, but it still felt callous. It was like yeah. it was like like. Like even I have like problems with my family, but I'm not gonna like be completely nonchalant about yeah, my aunt died, whatever. And even the Mrs. And, Gilmore thing doesn't come back until the end of the book. Yeah, dude. Right. And and this and this does go back to the character development thing. Um, Wade really bothers me because Wade is written to be a very callous and selfish person, and then he's like, I'm gonna go into the the Sixers place and I'm not even gonna consider their offer. And then he's in there, and I'm like, you are such a callous person, as we've come to know you. I don't know why you aren't slightly considering this offer other than the loose idea of like, well, it would ruin the Oasis for everyone. I'm like, I, I'm not fully convinced that you care enough right. in the writing. That's yeah. what I mean. No, in yeah. the writing, right. it doesn't convince me. I, again, it goes back to the, in, in, to, to the telling, not showing. Yeah. And in, in that scene where, where um, Nolan Ser- Serrano? Sorrento. 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 Sorrento Pepper. Uh, Sorrento. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, and Wade's just like, yeah, I'm going to pretend to to like the offer, but I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm like, yeah, you, that, man, you really are just a teenager. Like, re- <laughs> reading that bit, I was like, yeah, we're seeing how young and stupid Wade really is. And then, of course, Wade's like, all you sisters can go F a duck. And then, of course, Sorrento's like, okay, there's the real answer I was looking for. Now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> right. It, it's just, it, so I think if the characters kind of took the threat a little bit more seriously, I think I would be able to buy the stakes better. I agree with that. Yeah. Right. But they don't, and the stakes yeah, feel too high. Because here's when Wade gets the offer to literally take Sorrento's job. That's awesome. I really like that to, scene. Up to that point, I have been convinced by the character that he would take that offer just to stick it to Sorrento. Yeah, that would have been really fun. Like, like honestly, there's nothing in the writing that convinces me otherwise of who, him as a person. Sure, I totally agree. Because yeah. when he tells Armis, I will admit, when he's telling Armis in the, um, the Tomb of Horrors, he's like, "Hey, I just don't want to be poor anymore." Yeah. And the six That's and working, I mean, working yeah, for working. the Sixers would make right, him not yeah, poor. Like, True. When he tells her that his goal is to basically own a rich shuttle in space, I'm like, "Dude, why are you not the kind of person who would just take the offer from the right? Sixers?" And then of course, you are so only about yourself. Then of course he. Then he's like, "Hey, I played some of Sorrento's games before he sold his soul." Yeah. Now I want to. Now I want to know. Now I want to be clear. I don't like YA novels because a lot of them do deal with a lot of the "oh, he's special and he doesn't even know it" kind of trope. Uh, I saw. I saw this described as a uh, Twilight for boys, which is one hundred percent accurate. I can agree. I with think that. that's one hundred percent. So accurate. I want to. I want to be love, clear. The, the love stuff, yeah, but everything else. No. I mean, oh uh, my god. I mean, like fan oh servicey, giving people what they want in. Oh, oh yeah. my god. I you what, just broke Sparks. I never went Twilight. Twilight, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Sparks, did that did that bring home to you? Yeah, it's it really is Twilight for boys. Yeah, <laughs> shit. It, oh, one of the things I really didn't like about the back of the book is the adult Harry Potter. I go, I saw that. Excuse me, and I'm like, no, Harry Potter's it's 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 good enough. <laughs> although I, all ages. Although after actually after seeing a whole bunch of hate for um, Ray Player One on Twitter, and I'm sitting there going, no, it's so great. And then I, I realized, like, oh god, this must be how Twilight fans felt when I would rag on Twilight. 100 percent. And I truth be told, like I that. ragged on the movies for how bad they were, and yeah. then all the people were like, no, those are the best best movies oh, in the world. I like, double down. Shut up. I double down on both. I just want to. I just want to want to nitpick real quick. A lot of the references he says, you know, he he lists. I've got the I've got the three pages where he lists everything he did for the five years. Mm-hmm. I'm holding it up. Um, he he. Th- a lot of this media. Uh, Can I see? It? One of the best bits is that he says, "I may have gone a little insane." Yeah. But he also says that his schoolwork suffered. But he's but he's also so smart that he could graduate. He he didn't need to go to school for the last like six months. So the movies one, that's super easy. 
That's really easy. Yeah. All those I can do that. Like I I did an sure, entire then you had the entire auto autobiographies of Stephen King, Neil Gaiman, uh yeah. what what is it? Uh, yeah, Ernest Hemingway. Yo, dude, I read this book in like four days. So I think anything is possible for five years, twelve hours a day, seven days a week. But again, that's my whole thing, is that he says his schoolwork suffered. Yeah. But it didn't because he could graduate six months early. Well, you know how you can. You That's have just enough, a nitwick, nitpick, to be no, fair. Yeah. But no, yeah. You it, have it, enough it, credits, and your grade is good enough that even if you can close the rest of the. Oh, uh, dude! I bombed every test because I cheated on my homework, and I still passed with like a seventy. So, sorry, uh, third okay. grade teacher. I, Sparks. <laughs> I do kind of agree with Brandon in the sense of like when he says things along the lines of "I've watched that one hundred and fifty-seven times." That's I, different. I go, yes. Okay, come on, bro. Like yes. A, even if you had, I crazy, and B, n- no way you know that number. Yeah, stop it. It, it even says in the book, I, I've watched Monty Python the Holy Grail exactly a hundred and fifty-seven times. Things like that, I, I have a problem with. But like the 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 general fact of like, yo, this is a super nerdy dude who absorbed it. Like I can believe that because that's me. Mm-hmm. But. Watching Monty Python like two hundred times, it's a little different. That's different. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's what I mean. Yeah. It like it starts it starts too often does he like try to sell me too hard on the concept. Yes. Yes. That he's pushing too hard at the the the, you know, blissful sense of, of reality that I'm granting him that this could exist. Yeah. Um and he's pushing it with things like that. Yeah, it, it's just it, a lot of it is there for the sake of being there. And again, I I it, this would have to be a completely different book. I fully I, I I'm fully aware of that, but if the if each like reference kind not each reference, but like most of them led to like clues that you had to find to piece together certain things. But it's like a lot of the time I like the stuff with the questing for the for the eggs, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time it is literally just it it's fallen on his lab. That this is where the where the next key is. All right, so let's go through that then. The yeah. keys. Let's go through the keys. So this is okay. a quest to get three keys: copper, jade, copper, jade, and crystal, super duper. So the first one, he's no, 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 crystal, not super duper. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the first one is located uh, coincidentally on his uh, planet where he goes to school. Lutus. Lutus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in uh, a Dungeons and Dragons uh, uh, tomb. Which, of horrors, so which, he did have to go through a lot of Dungeons and Dragons stuff to learn about the tomb. Which True. Gary Gygax. Which point. Gary Gygax went well. Which Gary Gygax uh, wrote. Yes. The cre- one of the creators for D and D. Yes. So, um, so you have to go through the the Tomb of Horrors, and you gotta get that shit memorized and beat the Imps and the Ghouls or whatever you had to do. Uh, and he gets to this my the first part of the book where I'm like, this is where I'm enjoying the book, uh, where he has to joust a freaking lich. He plays the video game joust at old arcane cabinet yeah. with. The Demi King Arch Lit of the Aserak. I'm yeah. gonna pronounce Aserak. There's yeah. two ERs yeah. in that name. And there's Aserac. a C, so I think the I'm gonna call him the old Lich Man. Yeah, but it, he's even saying that there's um there's a Lich and a young kid who just got a whole bunch of weapons and armor and coins so that like he a, like never a f- was a fantasy in, knight or yeah. that he never was able to get before yeah. playing an arcade game in the middle of a dungeon, and I'm sitting there thinking. This is one of the coolest things I've ever heard. See, visually, I don't actually think that's very interesting, and a lot of it does have to do with my with my bias against. I'm gonna kind totally of sort of go against you in one second. Um, no, I know, and I know yeah, you yeah, well, which yeah. is why I'm 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 continuing yeah, with yeah. 
But you guys did actually change my mind on the oh. importance of why that scene exists. Now, a lot of my problems with the Oasis in general is that it's just not visually interesting as the book describes it. Yeah, that's uh, his fault. Yes, and a lot of yeah. it is, and a lot, of, and a lot of it does have to do with like, oh, and then I played an arcade game, and I'm just like, okay, that's strange. Uh, and then I walk through a movie, uh, all yeah. right. But and like you're in this world where you can do anything. Why not do anything? But you did mention that uh, in our text thread. Um, you did mention that it's it's there because you're essentially mastering um, Halliday's life. Yeah, yeah. And so you did you you have turned me around on that sort of thing. Like I I, I do appreciate that. Whereas I still don't really necessarily think it's visually interesting. Yeah. I do appreciate why it's there now. Because yeah, the, yeah. the not whole... not only that, like classic arcade games were all based around concepts of memorization and patterns and skill and so that that is something the book is playing to so yeah and that's one thing that that uh, at the end of the day that i really like about the book it's like take away all like the the character stuff and some of the bad plot like i think the quest itself and all the stuff involving the quest is super fun and super interesting at least Mm -hmm. someone for me who is enraptured in this nerd stuff same here like that yeah that and the core idea of the the quest game from the creator of this place of yeah. the oasis that whole idea works for me 100 percent. yeah so it carries a lot of the book for me yeah. so the second key is told to, is told he's told where to find the second key uh h gives him a clue because he's returning a favor he's told uh, he's told he's told to find it on this planet uh, he knows where well, he doesn't planet. he doesn't find it first he go he finds a recreation of the Arc- pizza parlor no, first. That's that's ar- arcade that's, right that's at, but that's before he's told by h where the where the co- where the jade key jade, is jade, yeah um and Actually, interesting. You talk about the pizza parlor. There are two moments that I thought were like very strangely like telegraphed to the point where it's like there might as well have been neon signs that like the comics fall over in the basement and it's like it's a digital it's a digital realm. It's so a glitch. It, so it's like, but it's like it might as well be like this will be important later to the point where like the character goes, oh, he dropped the comics. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Ugh. And then the key, yeah. much like the same thing, the the coin, much like the same thing. This will be important later. And you know what's funny is I didn't. I didn't realize it because I thought it was just like, oh, he just went to the wrong place. But like, it's clearly foreshadowing. Same yeah, here because yeah. I thought because I, I actually forgot about the quarter yeah. halfway through. And the, the, after he got, I'm like, oh, that must that's neat. Yeah. It feels like the it feels like the writer did too. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, there's a there's a bit where he's just like where he's just like oh and then, and then I just forgot about the quarter and then I just forgot about the quarter. And then he's like oh I forgot to put this chapter like three page chapters back. Yes. Yeah. 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 I I agree with Brandon. I think that both of those moments are so very telegraphed it it did kind of take me out of the book for a while because for a while i'm like why is no one more seriously questioning the comic book thing yeah that yes. was way too way too attentive and they're just like oh no it's no big nobody could get it here. yeah i i didn't i didn't think about it because like they were so nonchalant about it so i figured because this is the way the guy writes the book i'm like oh it actually probably is nothing yeah, yeah. and then it, and then literally someone's like he dropped my comics yeah and then you know what? Here, was, here was my problem with it um they pass it off the comic thing they pass it off and it's like dude it's just a glitch it's just a glitch in my perfectly made basement that i have checked all the time because i like to stay off the radar it was just a glitch there's literally never ever a conversation of a glitch happening anywhere else pretty in the sure Oasis ever wade even says yeah. like i don't think that happens dude yeah no, that's well, a glitch. It's no he says i've never seen a glitch like that before oh, yeah. so yeah, glitches happen in the oasis just nothing like that but but but, 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 but it's book. never done as another example true. ever yes true Mm-hmm. To, to kind of like lead us off the trail, that maybe we, it is a glitch or, or whatever. Um, it, a glitch it, in the Matrix. A glitch in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. But like in the Matrix, there's glitches all over the place. Yeah. See, I thought they were going to get paranoid that it was the dude who they didn't like. 
Who was in the basement? You know oh. that character who got set up at the beginning to like be relevant, but really he wasn't relevant. All he did was yeah. spread the information yeah. about their names uh, and then never disappear. show up again. I was to... really hoping he'd turn into like like a bad guy or something. Like... I thought they were gonna go on a chase down after him. Same and as... this is a good point for me to segue into a thought I was having. I wanted to bring it up a while back, but you guys were on a roll. Sure. Um, this book would have been a lot better to me without IOI in it at all. If oh, this explain. book was actually just about gamers going after this quest and not even like there's a villain or a bad guy just there's just hunters? you know there are just other hunters and some who like you don't like what they want to do or they're like they do act like bullies or bad dudes so you don't want them to win but they're all just gamers going for the quest and like how they feel and focus on their relationships rather than creating this ioi thing ioi was so unnecessary just That's a with, really good point. Just I, with I that, didn't think about that. I just figured the best antagonist for if you take out IOI, the best antagonist ever. It's IROC. Yes. Clearly. Yeah, no, that's Obviously. why I'm bringing it up. That's why I'm bringing yeah. it up because he felt like he was being built for that purpose. Yes. And then nothing was done with it. You know what? Yes, I, and I, I that was pretty agree. much the point where I realized that's pretty much the point where I realized this book would have been stronger if it focused on the hunters in the quest. And not on this IOI thing. You could tackle things like cyberbullying. You could tackle things. You could tackle things like gatekeeping. So I, this is written in 2011. Before I don't like any of that. It's like a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Like before, like the the, the, the culture change. Like, uh, Gamergate had uh, happened. Cyberbullying was totally no, a thing. Sure? Cyberbullying was totally a thing. Cyberbullying, 100. percent Yeah. But you yeah. can still yeah. you can still tackle things. No, like yeah. Cyberbullying. Um, I, I, I see. So Comicsgate has been been a thing for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Um, I totally see where you're coming from with the IOI stuff. Um. I, I like you know like like the having an empire I like having like a na- like a nameless uh, no uh, I'm cool. not saying that they're like great uh, I just I really like uh, I mean I don't really like but uh, now that I know Ben Mendelsohn is playing him I'm I'm I like Nolan S- 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 Serranto oh yeah I'm really, exci- <laughs> I'm really excited to see Ben Mendelsohn play I think he'll elevate that role but to to go back on how useless Iraq became and to hopefully because once again we haven't seen the film yet. I really hope Iraq is a much more prominent figure because, for God's sakes, they have he has his own pop figure, he has his own action figure. He, he has a pop figure, really? Yeah, yeah Iraq. Yeah. And it looks really villainous. Essentially, yeah. Iraq's um, figure. He's got uh, three holes in his chest. Yeah, it's supposed to look like a skull. I think yeah, very vil- villainous. Three holes in the chest. Yeah, so is I'd... H that orc-looking dude with the robot stomach? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. He's just like a white dude in the in in here. So like, make him unique and different. Yeah, right. It's it's. Uh, I mean. Not to get too much in the movie, yeah. but like a lot of the characters, a lot of the things in the in, in the movie, nothing like I pictured. I would say in the like book. that. I rewatched the trailer after the book, and I'm like, wow, this is like not that book. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's like the Oasis is like the only thing that's the same, really. Well, maybe mm-hmm. it'll be good then. Oh, oh I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, partially. I I actually the later on and got into the book, the more I enjoyed seeing like when the chapters would open up, and it's like, oh, we're looking at the scoreboard, and like half of the names are IOI. And I'm like, that's I, I found that kind of exciting because like, yeah. it meant like the playing field was level. But if, uh, uh, and but, Nolan's actually smart. But I kind of I, I like what I like what Sparks is saying, where it's like, you know, a faceless a faceless villain. Even the Empire had a face. Well, I mean, I guess Nolan's kind of like a face. True, but you, yes. don't spend, you don't spend a lot of time with him. No, I know, but like, I'm just trying to think of like the opposite, and like we would just have like 30 more pages of Artemis and Wade dialogue. Like on aim chats, and I don't want that either. Well, no, but that's but I, but I mean, like that's speaking to what I wanted is I no, don't yeah. I don't want more of those aim chats, but I want instead of focusing on IOA, focus on these character relationships, these more interesting things that could happen with these hunters, rather than giving me something that I know how it's going to end. IOI bad. Everybody get together against IOI because IOI bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I want to talk a bit about the ending of the book. Um, I 
this is going to sound really bad, and I know you guys disagree with me wholeheartedly. Uh, well, I know two of you guys do. Uh, I found the ending of the book, the final fight sequence, to be the equivalent of a really badly done CGI fight sequence in a movie. It was just nonsense to me. Just reference and character after whatever, and there were literally parts of like, I mean, like look at not, all the people fighting. Like you're not wrong, but like you're at, not. But like I, I, I was at the end. I'm like, let's just let's. It's worth. I was at the end. I'm like, oh, please finish, yeah. please, Brandon. I, I, I have a, I have a pretty good way. I think I can make this uh, clear to Brandon. For I think a lot of people think of this in book form as the kind of thing you enjoy getting to do in Lego Dimensions. That's like watching all these things come up together and go against each other. You have to be a fan of all the elements at play. Yeah. But if you're a fan of all the elements at play, you love reading it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I can understand like, that. When I got to I've that, been trying to think of, of that comparison, like Lego Dimensions. Like that's yeah. When I got to that scene in the book, I couldn't have been more. I could not put that. I was, I was thinking, okay, this is getting really good. Like when he broke out of IOA. I actually really like that sequence of how he broke out, how he let himself get caught, how he got in, broke it, literally broke out. I was like, is he going to get out? Is he going to get fined? Is he going to get caught? He breaks out. I was like, okay. He gets like these codes or something. Yeah, See, he gets the, the codes. Actually, actually, I really didn't like that bit because there's no there's no like stakes there because it's like, oh, I have this fake persona and I've got a plan with millions of dollars. I just Bryce want Lynch. I'm going to remember that name forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I thought I thought that was a cool choice, but I thought it was clunkily written. Yes, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying okay. to say. There's a bit in the end where he says, this kind of bugs me, uh, he says, it was, Sorrento took out his, his his robot, it was Kiru. I'm like, gross, say Mechagodzilla. Oh. I swear to God. <laughs> God. <laughs> but reading that final fight scene where all the um all the robots are going at it, where all the... I mentioned Voltron, but they do nothing with that. I'm reading this I'm that's on that you. one hit you. That that's one hit you personally. The, that's the huh? one. Yeah. <laughs> See, Brandon? That that I hit you personally. That was the one that hit you personally. Me, I'm thinking this is effing awesome. Yeah. Because you have you have Super Spider-Man, Mobile Suit, the RX-78-2, freaking all these giant, all these robots fighting Mecha Godzilla. It's like you know what? No. I mean, the Oasis. It, you have to put all your um, all your freaking. It's essentially reality Eggs in a basket. Yeah. Reality. Screw you. Literally anything can happen. Here it is. It's the greatest. Oh, the Oasis is the greatest crossover ever known, essentially, in a video game. And we have all and, these things going at it. And for me, I who knows most of these, yeah, sure, maybe they didn't do Voltron quite own, well. My own personal hang-up, I will say, is I found the, I, I had a hard time buying the Oasis as a concept. Um, I, I, under, I, under, I understand that you know it, it is what it is, but there's a lot there's a lot of times in the book where I'm just and this could just go back to it's not written for me where it's just I had a hard time being like so wait it's the internet but it's not the internet. but, so I, wait, but eBay has a, has a site it's YouTube, just what, the internet that you like you, that you live in but like, I don't I don't see how it's like like it, this is this isn't really a criticism criticism and and as I said before it's more right. of a personal hang up it's right. just. I had a hard time buying the Oasis as a concept throughout this book, and that does color my perception of this book a lot because perhaps I'm just old and don't understand. But it's all all media joined under one platform. Mm-hmm. There you go. It, but it's like to me, I'm like looking at it like that's not even possible. You just it, and I swear to God, this is not me being mean, but it just kind of sounds like like an old man, Brandon. Do you have, I said, no, yeah, Brandon. Brandon, answer me this: old. Do you have a PlayStation Four at home? 
That's a very early prototype version of the Oasis. You there can you buy go. a virtual reality thing that's that's not there, but in 30 years, it'll probably be just as... It'll be you literally good. have But it's something that has Amazon and... Yeah, so does this. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the Oasis is... The Oasis is a video game plus the internet plus all this. All you can... with with It has all the world's knowledge and all the world's media and all future, man. And it's just... But it's only 50 years and fiction. I have a hard... Blade Runner 2049. I have a similar problem with... Blade Runner twenty four nine doesn't progress as much as Blade, uh, uh, from Blade Runner as you, as 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 we thought it did. I'm just saying it's not real. But it's the thing is, in fiction, if you take the real world as two thousand eleven, the, the where, where, where the book start, where the book, what the jumping off point is, fifty years from that, it's like if, if fifty years we didn't feels, have computers fifty years ago. Fifty years feels like a short period of time in fiction. And it's it's a similar hang up I have with Star Trek Discovery, where ten years feels a very short time in fiction. And like you can make the case that the the, the real world progresses very, very fastly, but it's for me, I have a hard time sitting it further in the future. Might have been easier for me to buy, maybe even like twenty five more years, um, maybe not maybe not much. But it was it was it was a weird personal hang up that I had a hard time getting over. And it's not much not so much of a criticism of the book. But again, a personal hang-up I had. I think you're going to have a problem with how the future is going to go, buddy, because it's going to go all virtual reality. I mean, if I, if I experience a, it, then yeah. that's it's, it's a probably real, That's a real specific hang-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that it's not just like, I can't buy the concept of the Oasis. I can't buy the concept of the Oasis in this specific time period. It's kind of like saying I can't buy the concept of how the bombs dropped in The Last Jedi, but they did. I yeah, mean, I, mean anti gravity. Uh, I I re- I respect it. It's a, you know you're acknowledging it's a personal hang up. I get it. Yeah. It's just so oddly specific. Um, I'm sure we all but, have other things that we hang up with. If it's not maybe not this book, but we all have those hang ups. No, I, I get it. I you know all right. Um, <laughs> uh, I I really like that uh, H uh, is. Uh, a large black woman. I do too. Mm-hmm. And now that I saw, uh, oh excuse me, nope, not gonna large say black gay woman. There you go. I was gonna say now that I saw the trailer, yeah. and I'm like, I don't. I was like halfway through the book, I don't know who that is. I'm like, so, yeah, so I get it. I get it. Let Let me be clear. Like the choice, didn't really do a lot with it though, did you? No. They They did the bare minimum of being like, yeah, you know, as like as like you know like a like a black woman, like I have more opportunities as being like a white dude. So I'm gonna do that, and like mm-hmm. I, I like that he went there. He did absolutely nothing with it, like you said. It, I read, I read, a, I read a criticism where they said that the always that the that Ready Player One is very is is racist and transphobic. Um, I don't necessarily. Yeah, I, 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 let me finish, Ryan. No, I, 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 I was worried that that was where that was heading. I don't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it as racist. Um, I did. I agree that it was wasn't handled very well. However, I can buy. There's a there's a bit that I that I question. There's there's one thing about like how do I really know you're a girl? You're not like like a trans girl, right, or something like. And again, this was not that it's excuse. Oh, so then two things. Because my thing was was there was a there's a bit where there's just like oh we went to the planet transsexual and watched Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I'm like that's a little weird. Well, no, because that's where it's that's it's what it's called. Song. It's the song. Transsexual Transylvania is from the movie Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, the 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 planet is called transsexual. Yeah, because yeah. of the song. The planet a... is called transsexual in Rocky Horror. Yeah, they're from an alien sex yeah. planet. Oh, I don't know Rocky Horror Picture Show that well. Neither do I. But no, I got you it. don't. No, I didn't. Don't. Even, I didn't even get that. It I didn't even get this. I didn't it, even that see that wrong. I didn't even that's see Rocky Horror reference. I didn't even see Rocky Horror Picture Show. But when I read that part, I'm like, oh, because of the, of the song, I'm a sweet transvestite transsexual. Okay, cool. I get it. it, it just, from uh, transsexual, comma Transylvania. It, yeah. Well, it just, I, once again, I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. So oh, wow. It just felt weird to yeah. me that there was this 
the it, it just felt weird to me in context reading. It just kind of gave me the oogly boogly. Did you did you also have a hang up about the like the line where he says, "Hey, for all I know, you could be a, a dude named Chuck no. in so and so." Yes, because they don't do anything. They they don't talk about the kind of like uh, false personality culture. And if they if they had if they had been like, oh yeah, this is just a thing that people escape and become different people uh, because of that, then I would have been more okay with it. But it's literally like, oh, I just I know you're a beautiful girl, and it's like, Cause, oh, sh- cause she that's, is because that's that's the the twilight twilight esque like I'm like. I'm like a true romance and like I know like I'm a sweet young boy and I'm like I know what to say to this girl. Like, if you're yeah. not going to dedicate the time to actually develop in a way where we can appreciate it, a love story, don't do a love story. Yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah. Now, I yeah. feel just, okay. Just don't. I got to I got to I got to say something cuz I know we've been saying a lot of negatives about this book. I've been trying to be positive. And I'm the guy who who will champion how why I love this book. I love liches, man. Okay. <laughs> hey, you gotta love them liches, yo. I do. Uh, uh, princess in the princess on the street, lich in the sheets. Oh, but uh, yeah, God. I went there. But the reason why I love this story so much, the YA stuff, whatever. Dystopia, okay, it sucks. It gives them a reason to escape in the oasis. It's the bare bones of the quest that I love. It's the treasure hunt. It's the how can it's like because one of the main things that they talk about in this book, like there's a line where Halliday would fire employees at gregarious simulation systems for not getting a random reference. Of course, Ogden will hire them uh, back. That's illegal? <laughs> yeah, Holiday's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Holiday d- does go a little insane. Yeah. Well, he is insane, actually. Yeah. Or kind of, whatever. Whatever, Holiday's, okay. Holiday's uh, he's a few, he's a few quarters shy of Ben, point. <laughs> the point is, it's the treasure hunt that makes this book, to a me, nostalgia great. nostalgia hunt. And I, yes. I agree with you. Yes, all of your hang-ups, I get. All of your hangups, I get. Sparks, all yours, I get. But for me, if I can look all past that, I could trudge all that through all that crap and get to the good stuff. Is like this is what this is worth it. But my problem with what you just said is that there are too many chapters in between that have nothing to do with the treasure hunt, and that is a fundamental problem I have with this book. Now, I think I, I think we're all in agreement that we all like the actual questing parts. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think, yeah. I mean, even I, I didn't much care about the book, but even I said, I like the questing stuff. I think it's, that stuff's interesting and I like that stuff. Now, uh, I don't mean this in a bad way. You, It is very easy for you to put yourself into this book. It's very easy for you to relate to this book. Because it feels and it reads much like you. It's very wordy. And you can get very wordy a lot of the time. You as in me. Yes. I'm talking to Ben. I realize we are in the, we are in the audio, <laughs> audio format. format. Yeah, there's no cameras here, buddy. <laughs> um, yet. The, on, the only camera is on, oh, you is have on the phone. You haven't, noticed the, you haven't noticed the camera that keeps floating around everywhere? Oh, I fudge? put that in, in, in his bathroom. No. <laughs> um, but you take that out right now, goddammit. And uh, I, I truly... Don't mean it in a bad way, and I know it can be construed as as, as such mm-hmm. because I love you. Um, you like it, nostalgia, man. You like I nostalgia. Do too. Not, I do. Yeah. You're 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 you can be very wordy. So can this book. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, especially when you were a kid, you probably would have related to a character like Wade. Oh yeah, I know I did, dude. Because there's there's a bit uh, you even mentioned. This, but there's a bit where he even says like, "Oh, as 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 it's what commonly well known, uh, nerds have a harder time getting laid than plebes." Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I, gross. Dude, I'm just imagining like 16 year old me with my glasses and braces, like on like aim, 
going like, man, this chick's so hot. Like I, I can't, I can't wait to like oh, get in there. LOL. You kidding me? When I was yeah. talking, when I dated my first girlfriend, I didn't show her, I didn't even tell her about my manga collection until like a month in. There you go. Manga. I mean, and, and I think we do take it for granted that we are in the decade of the nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the book was written, especially when it, when he was writing it, not so it's much like when it was published. It's like the precipice of like nostalgia reload. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and It came out at like the perfect time, really. I don't uh, think it would do as well now, especially when, the way it's written. When it was being written, I'm sure it was just when Iron Man, Dark Knight, those yeah, kind of late things were coming, out, were coming out. So it hasn't really, it hadn't really hit. But nowadays we look at that sort of, the sort of mentality that Wade has in 50 years and we see like, well, that's not, that's not the case any, anymore. That's what I mean. Like we're, we're not even that far removed from 2011, but like culturally, we've really advanced. Right. I think. Uh, yeah. Because like, I'm just thinking of like the way he talks, and I'm like, man, it's like it's just gross. It's like it's like it's like he's not a he's not a really he's not well, a good man. He's not a good, well-defined character. Yeah. He's a, he's an asshole in the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's it doesn't. I don't even, like. I guess it takes to like the very end until like he's all right. I guess. Yeah. He, yeah. He's I, all right. I, but, uh, I'm not. I know I'm not, and I'm sure you guys aren't either. I'm not trying to show to Ben why that where the flaws are in this book and go, look, how can you like that's not no. the point. Um I I totally agree. I get why I get why this book resonates so well with you and, and I know we're pointing out a lot of negative things and it's just because it's not even that there aren't positives, it's just that the positives aren't as as strong. Like all the questing stuff is really good. It's it's when it's doing it, it's doing it well, and it's what I enjoyed most about the book. Yes. Um, but but even what you were saying earlier, Ben, about all the all the th- anything can happen in the Oasis, all these things coming together, that as a concept was underutilized in this book. Yeah, that's actually it, they just didn't yeah. they just didn't go for it enough. The and concept and my needs whole a better thing, writer. My whole thing still stands by like it. It feels way too much like a screenplay that was just kind of had to be turned into a novel because if it were intended just to be a novel, like that's all it was ever meant to be. You could go like way crazier with all the things you could incorporate into this book and all the ways that these characters could could be uh, attacked, uh, attacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wholeheartedly agree. It, it, it feels like a lot of things were afterthoughts. Uh, but there's like, such a it, it's almost frustrating because there's such a good nugget of a cool concept to this like a, yes. a a digital video game virtual raiders of the lost ark scenario between a bunch of game hunters involved in nerd culture in an entire and just, universe in, in an entire universe of of all the things that nerds could ever want that is such a, a golden goose egg of an idea to to put so much into and the book utilizes maybe 35 percent of that potential it's like caliber much like Halibur. great yeah. I- great idea not executed as well yes yes and yeah ben and like uh, and like uh, i've been trying to be a little positive like i you know how i rate things like i do like the school scale like mm-hmm. seven is a pass then like everything else like your gravy like i still think this is a passing book and i don't like a lot of it but the stuff that i like i find really strong and right. that's what i'm really excited to see this movie about which it looks like they're changing a lot about. So who knows how yeah. I'm even going to feel about this yeah. movie. It's probably going to be a good movie, but I don't know if it's going to be a good Ready Player One movie. Uh, yeah, like Spice, I, you even asked me if I was, how I felt about the changes they made from the film I did, yeah, yeah, to the I book. Did, um, text thread. Because once I finished the book, I realized how different the movie was, and I'm like, It looks what so the? different, dude. Yeah, I'm probably still going to try and finish reading Ready Player One before the movie comes out. So yeah, four I days. Could, you can do it. I can she, do it. You can do it. Oh, no, I, she, I'm Chiefly, I'm, I'm chiefly I just had one... I just have one really big problem with what they're doing with the movie, but that that's and that's why that's I asked. Nice. No, but, but actually, um, that that is a that, that that's a good positive I think we should bring up because again we've been we've been neg- more negative than positive. But like uh, Sparks, you mentioned that uh, probably the best thing about 
the book is how it sets up the 80s nostalgia re- reboot, essentially. Yeah. Yes, that is what I... Uh, so the book, what I really like about it is that I am entirely convinced of why everybody's so into 80s stuff. Because part of my problem, yeah. and I still kind of have this problem with the book, but it's nowhere near as strong, is uh, I, I just fundamentally do not believe that there would not be more references to things post the 80s yeah. um, and that they that they wouldn't come up more often or or that interest in them would not be stronger than it is but i do get why everything is so obsessed with the 80s is because halliday himself was obsessed with the 80s and, and once i read that in the book i was like ah oh, okay i kind of get that that's that's awesome and, like, hey, and you're getting de- into it life's a dead man's party yeah I love, I go back up. Dude, for $240 billion, you can guarantee your ass I'll watch every movie by Steven Spielberg. Like, for, I can under, like, I, I'd I do it anyway. Exactly. Like, that's why I also, I can totally get over, like, all the 80s stuff because, like, it, it's an entire civilization trying to go towards one goal, yeah. and that's living in one decade. Now, like, Brandon, one of, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of your criticisms was there were too many references that didn't go, that didn't take. That didn't it just kind impression. of felt like a waste of time. But for me... It, Again, the show, the telling, not showing yeah. thing. But as I'm reading this, and because Halliday straight up said, it's like, you have to know, it's like, it's all about the 80s, so people had to become as obsessed with the 80s as he was. But if there were... So m- they could just somehow... If there were more clues to get, like, if there were more references that kind of led to clues, not all, but yeah. more... But that's why it's so hard, because it's $240 yeah. billion, dog. They can't make it easy. I mean, hell, they didn't even know how to find the first clue, the, the limerick, to the copper key mm-hmm. until they were someone was cl- um, closely reading the ant the out al- the almanac, almanac yeah. and then they found out that there are notches and they and I was like oh this is it and then of course that one guy spoiled it to the whole world yeah I I, I like that Artemis found the key first but she yeah, just sucks she just a could, she sucks a joust. she could she sucks a <laughs> yeah, so I like that that was really that was a really funny twist yeah. on that I, I yeah. enjoyed that too and she find, and she uh, gets the jade key first and I'm like that I'm, I really like that yeah. like Wade's not just and being then, like this prophet and then H gets the jade key first and then he finally he helps him out yeah and then he's like yo we're even because he kind of it's like hey even though um pars of all um what Wade didn't really show me how to get the key I kind of figured it out through him. Well, because Wade helped H by saying, like, hey, make sure you play on the left. Or he yeah. told he's Artemis like, hey, or something. Yeah. brush up on your draft skills. And he's like, he okay, told gotcha. Artemis to try on the left. Yeah. yeah. So they're all kind of uh, happen. I, I think that the, the problem with the references is that it's two things. One, um, it's when they go into way too much detail, and they are not something that will eventually relate to the quest. The DeLorean. Like, like when they go on for way too long. And ultimately, they will have nothing to do with the quest. Like, it's fine to mention them, but we don't need a whole exposition on them in this book unless they're going to be important. Three pages. Um, and and my other thing is yeah. way too way too many of them come too early in the book before we've really gotten acclimated to the setup of the of the world and the story. We just start like bombing down references that are long and and adding to this exposition when we're trying to get into the story. And that's another problem. Isn't I have with isn't it. I agree. isn't the the mention of adventure at the beginning? Doesn't that tie all the way to the end though? As it well? does. I, that's one I do like. Yes, there there are ones there. No, that yeah, yeah. I just want to get some like, credit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I get yeah. you. Um, I I kind of wanted to bring up a moment. It it really bothered me, and I can't even f- perfectly tell you why it bothered me. But I want to know if it bothered anybody else. I really don't like the part where the Sixers look like they're really doing well and they're winning and everything. And Wade talks about how he already has his plans to commit suicide. Oh, yeah. I, man, I barely remember that, man. 
Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm... it's it's a blip, but he's he's you know down because Artemis isn't around anymore. And oh all this. no! Yeah. And so okay. he's like, oh, it looks yeah. like the Sixers are going to win. Well, I'll just kill myself, and like has the whole plan of what he's going to do to shut it down and go up to the roof and jump off. Okay. Yeah. And and the reason this bothered me, it was it was so. Here's why. Up to that point, he you'd been convincing us of this thing that he was like, well, all I'm trying to do is is get to the end of the contest because if the contest is over, Artemis and I could be together because, again, I don't care about winning as much anymore. Oh, no, the Sixers are winning. I guess all life is over and I should kill myself. I did not like that turn. I don't. I didn't like it either. I don't remember. I don't remember it I, either. I did marathon this book faster than light, um, but I... Could he possibly have just being like sarcastic, or do you not? No, was no, no. It not really. Well, like actually, that that's, it's not. It's not sarcasm. You could argue that it's angst, like throwing it away. My problem is all in delivery and presentation. Yeah, okay. It's it's the it's the lead up is all this stuff where it's like, dude, even if the Sixers win, you've just been talking about how you are more interested in a life with Artemis after the contest is over than actually winning the contest. You can't have said this this many times. Then the Sixers are going to win, and yeah, the Oasis would be ruined. But guess what? You could see her. Were they broken up at this point? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So it's when he's going through the depression, and yeah. that's an argument for why he would think about killing himself. But it's not an argument I agree with with the way that it's written. This, this, this sounds like angst, like unnecessary angst. Yeah. No, but I, don't I even I, remember. But it. I, I, agree, I agree with Sparks. On this no, one. yeah, it seems it, like it, it's, no. it's 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 a strange turn. Like it's it, unnecessary. The reason, the reason it bothers me is because it's treated as serious consideration because he has a whole thought out plan on how he'll do it. Okay. And yet, and yet it's so callously tossed aside when suicide's a pretty serious thing. Yes, it is. Yes. Brandon, I, it bothers me how casually it's just used to build the angst and then also dropped. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily agree with you saying that, uh, this takes itself too seriously, but that, that's taking itself too seriously. Yeah. A game about video games like, yeah, I'm just going to kill myself. My girlfriend left me and the world's going to end. I'm like, uh, no, yeah. we were okay yeah, when, before that. When I read that bit, it just hit a really wrong chord with I me. I was like, this was not out. handled well. This was not handled right. Honestly, uh, I really did not appreciate it at all. Honestly, I completely um, forgot about that whole sequence. I, I'll, I, essentially, when I even when I first read it or in, read it a second time, I knew when I was getting to the part where when they go to the party and Wade confesses his love and the Sixers crash and Artemis dumps him, which like, reminded me him. of of the scene from Tron Legacy where the where the guys crash into. Uh, it reminded like, me of that too. Yeah, it is. Same, same. Uh, I was uh, listening to Tron. the audiobook and every song that was playing, like Blondie and like all these songs, were playing as they were talking. And then the dudes crashed in, and you hear the crashing, and then the music changes to disco music. And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually really enjoying this right now. <laughs> I, I can imagine where, as an audiobook, this would have been a much more engaging experience. I definitely had some fun during some parts because, like, they they put in they put in the effort. I'm like, mm. all right, cool. I, I that's listen, awesome. I want to listen to the audiobook now. I just... re- I really enjoyed Og's party a lot. I think that's super fun. And, well, and seeing seeing the movie version, I'm like, ah, I see it. I no, see well, gravity. The thing I was get, I was I was getting at was that whole part from the end of Og's party. To when Wade finally snaps out of his funk and goes hunting down the J. King, gets to his pizza parlor, that pizza. like that whole stuff in the middle mm-hmm. of that of that section, I completely black out because I agree. Even when I was reading it the first time, I'm thinking this kind of yeah, it's it's just YA stuff, yeah. whatever. But even you've said like the stuff you you really like, yeah. is just the quest stuff. And again, we're all in yeah. agreement there, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, the most yeah. Stuff. Um, I I liked um. The, the brief like montage of like when they're all leveling up together and like he's getting close to Artemis because that's like 
that's like I mean he's telling but it's showing me like yeah. they're spending time together yeah, so I, can, I enjoy that too that's when I can start believing in the romance yeah uh, it, and, and a little bit yeah but it, I wanted I wanted interactions that I could read because I can't I can't buy it oh yeah yeah you're just telling me that it's happening but you I'm not actually, I'm not ever seeing it happen you yes, actually want yes. to read a quest about um, Parzival Artemis going on a quest together, not hearing that they went on a whole bunch of quests together, and now Parzival's level ninety nine, the same as the rest of the high five. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It's a it's a book. You're supposed to flesh out that stuff. It's a book. Yeah, exactly. It, it, this isn't this isn't something that maybe with another pass he could have made it a little bit more polished. But it's very choppy. Like yeah. each chapter uh, ends on like a cliffhanger. And like a chapter is not a a chapter in this book doesn't feel like a complete chapter. It feels like a like yeah. a like a and then this happened. That's it's the Dan Bra- Dan Brown syndrome. He wrote uh, Da Vinci Code. He yeah. he writes like eighty chapters in a book because yeah. he, he like every couple pages like oh new scene. I'm like that's not how it works, dude. Again, new scene. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it exactly. works. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I actually read the only Dan Brown book I was close to finishing was Digital Fortress. And you're right, there's one chapter I remember that was like two paragraphs long, and the next page was the hey guys, next chapter. Spoiler: When I was a teenager, I was a Dan Brown apologist. <laughs> sorry, I believe it. I'm sorry. That's fine, dude. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna. Yell. You know what? You know what? Uh, we're bragging on this book, but at the end of the day, you know what? Like what you like. Like really, like yeah. the life's too uh, short, guys. I, yeah. I, d- uh, I really did like the way they handled Og. I do too, man. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, is that Simon thought, Pegg? Yeah, yeah that's Simon Pegg. It's weird. That, I thought that, that I thought that I thought that was handled really well. I was really glad that there wasn't some stupid twist or turn with him at the end because I was nervous that was going to happen. Um, I love that he got to be the literal god in the machine. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I liked how they handled him too. God mode, baby. Um, and uh, and to kind of talk about like the message of the book, Halliday's message when Wade wins, I really like. Like word yeah. for word, it is exactly the thing I wanted to be said at the end. Yes. Um, I don't have the book in front of me, but I really, really love that. That I remember, like being like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you know what? That's exactly what I wanted." Hall- That's like word for word exactly what I wanted Halliday to say at the end. Yeah. So I was really happy that that was what happened. No, I totally agree. What are you hiding from, um, Halliday? But one of the one of the things that I, um, the 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 message of the book, it, it's like, again, it goes back to my whole thing. It's like he wants to say something, but he he can't. He's either not a skilled enough writer or he just really likes the 80s to do anything. Like, he wants to say something about the economy. He wants to say something about video game culture. But he he doesn't go far enough with it all. My personal representation or explanation of the real world in this movie comes from Thug Notes. In the very beginning, where he's like, "It's two, it's two thousand four, and everything effing sucks." Yep. There's a there's a there's a long like two and a half page bit where he's like, "I wish someone would have just told me the truth," and it's just like, "Oh yeah, that." Bit. Oh, I, I God, you know what? That. Even when I was rereading that, I was like, "Okay, this is getting very high school." I needed now. that to it's stop. Like, it's like that one kid in high school who's who always or nowadays would be like walking around. I was like, "You're not as woke as I am. I know how horrible everything." And you know is. what, man? And like woke wasn't even a term back then, but that's hundred percent right. That's yes. so yeah. right. Yes, but you still got that high. You still remember that one high school kid yeah. yes. who just went around and was. I mean, activist, cool. That's awesome, but he really got in your face about it. Um, do we want to do final thoughts because we're getting a little long here? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we'll go to Ben last this time since oh. he started. Uh, Ryan, you first, then. Yeah. So, um, I I quite enjoyed this book. Uh, I read it. Like I said, I read it real fast. I read like almost 100 pages a day. Um, so a lot of it blends together. So like, I I I noticed the good parts more than the stuff that I've forgotten, which sure. is I think which is. 
I remember more good than bad, I think. Um, and like, man, a lot of stuff that I really like doesn't appear to be in the movie, which is a shame. But for what this book is, um, for for being like a weird, like super nostalgia based uh, adventure, it was it was pretty OK. Do we, I, do we want to rate it? I mean, like I would give it like a seven. Like, sure. uh, it's a passing book for me. Well, just say if you were actually, I saw a little thing on Facebook, a behind the scenes quip with Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the the your favorite scene with, is with, in it with 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 yep. We can talk about that after uh, off air. So. I think uh, so. Fingers crossed, buddy. Sparks, uh, final thoughts. Um, I think that there's uh, like I said, I've already said there's there's a good idea here. I don't think it was as well thought out or fleshed out as as would be allowed considering the medium. And I wish it had been, and I wish there were character choices that were stronger. But I like the the heart of what's at at the story of this book. Um, but I couldn't help, and I wanted to save this to asking you guys, Lillian. I couldn't help but feel that I would have really loved this book if it, after page sixty four, where there's all the exposition, if it had been a really well developed choose your own adventure book. Oh, that's oh. genius, dude! That would have been fantastic. Oh, that where been... where you get to make the choices of do you join Sorrento and I? Do you do this? Do you aid Artemis? Do you you know do it yourself? If it had been like super, like it would have been a long choose your own adventure Such book. But if it had been that well developed for you to do the quest yourself, that would have been really cool. Ernest Klein, do you hear us? That would have <laughs> been fun. That would have been really fun. <laughs> yeah, I might have I might have really enjoyed. I really it. love uh, those kind of books too. Uh, uh, I and I and I rated a seven. Yeah, I am. Um, I mean, I'm really harsh on the book, but at the end of the day, it's it's fine. It's it's competently written. Um, it doesn't do anything egregious. It doesn't break the mold or anything. It's a YA book, which I I have some hangups about. I have hang. I don't like dystopia. Um, uh, it's, oh, it, yes. I do appreciate one thing a lot about this book. It is a standalone. Yes, actually, that was until good. Ready Player Two. Uh, until he decided to make a sequel, yeah. Uh, but it was it's 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 a brisk read. But it, it but even then, it's a self-contained time. story. No, yeah, yeah, we're just mm-hmm. joking. Yeah, it, it 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 doesn't take a lot of time to get through. Um, and I like the quest stuff. It's just there's a lot of stuff that I can't get over because there's a lot of stuff where it's like, okay, well, I got to stop the quest to fill out some things, so I'm just gonna do it real quick. Yeah. Um, and that and that really bugged me. Um, honestly, I could probably give it like a six. It's fine. Oh, that's higher than I expected. So that's pretty. Okay. But uh, but again, you know, our rating systems are very different. No, I, that's true. Yeah. Um, hey, man, that's only four points from perfect. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> ben, I still effing love this book. I love it. I know there's probably surprise. Anyone surprised? Pay up. Let's go. No, I would really like. He's like, you know, guys. Actually, after much consideration, I don't like this book. Mr. Hammond, after careful consideration, I have decided not to endorse your park. <laughs> well, so have I. <laughs> Except for this book, I I still love it. Yeah. Um. The quests, the even the quote unquote montages, even the the break the break in the breakout scene, um, them just figuring out the final bit of the key where you need to have three people to open the crystal gate where the Sixers were there for months and you couldn't figure out how to open the damn oh, thing. Super super quick super quickly at the end, I real I really like the final the final part where like everyone's racing to get through Monty Python uh-huh. and like Sor- Sorrento's doing it and like everyone's doing like everyone's just fucking saying Monty Python. Yeah, sorry, I swear I don't care. I I think it's just. That's probably not going to be in the movie, but I just think it's super funny. There's just a bunch of dudes like LARP, LARPing Monty Python. I know. I think that's hilarious. But scenes like that, even War Games, I, I loved it. Yep. I mean, yeah, it would probably be super, super silly to see in the movie, but reading the book, I could see it. And I'm like, this is awesome. And yeah, if it was a choose your own adventure book, I probably would love it too. But I still love it. I 
don't no amount of flack can make you not love it. I'm giving it an eight. You know what? Like what you like. Yeah. At, this, the, at the end of the day, like what you like. Art you, is subjective. You're right. You're right. You're That's right. True. Uh, well, we have some listener comments. <gasps> Yay! Uh, just a couple. Um, we have one from Crazy K, 1976. I I. Who's that? A fascinating book to read when you already know the premise. And it's five years after he wrote it. Much different experience that made me think about the subconscious subtext Klein had going on when he wrote a pretty straightforward story. Yep. Um, that kind of, that kind of, I think we've already established that I don't necessarily agree with that he's trying to say something, but I could, but I know he's trying to. So I think he's just trying to like, I think at the end of the day he's trying to leave a positive message. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he might not stick the landing. Yeah. yeah. Then there's this other random dude named Ben Magna 27. Uh, oh, wait, that's me. Who's that guy? Ben. <laughs> and another one, uh, Mr. Underscore Super Underscore Mash Underscore Buttons Ooh. Underscore 1975. Come on, dude. Yeah, come <laughs> all on. The, all the scores. I enjoyed the audiobook read by Will Wheaton. Yes. Can't wait to see this movie. Yeah, I, Will Wheaton, who was mentioned in the book. That's why I don't <laughs> like the audiobook, because I feel like it would be very self-congratulatory. Oh, by the way, that Will Wheaton thing is really ham-fistedly handled for me. I just, is it just because you don't like him in Star Trek? No, it's because it's like, oh yeah, I'll vote for Will Wheaton because he he helps the users, and I'm just like, the what he does though. BT like, Dubs, <laughs> Ryan, did yeah. you like where the um, Tyrell Corporation was? Fart yeah, dude. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, this is my daughter. I thought you'd like that. I really, I only, I really like that one section. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for our first ever book club special. Hopefully, we Ooh. get to do more of these. This was fun. Hey guys, and I, to dedicate I, a lot tr- of time. It turns out I like reading books, not yeah. just comic books. Uh, yeah, it was great to spend a lot of time on the book and like fifteen minutes at the end of every show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, look forward to the to the next episode where we review the movie Ready Player One that comes Man, out in a couple of days after I'm this drops. So excited to s- not just for the movie, but just like what is it? Because it's yeah. clearly not this book. I'm excited because we're gonna go to an arcade that day. <gasps> We're gonna go see the movie. We're gonna do the podcast. I'm looking I forward to that movie. It's gonna be a good Sunday. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, I look forward to other specials coming up in the next in the next week. So Man, be imagine if we did an annihilation. <laughs> Two confusing things. Nope. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, uh, thank you to everyone who contributes to the show. Thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, and until next week, guys, let us know what you think. Oh yeah, let us know what you think about Ready Player One. We'd yeah. love to hear your thoughts. And uh, you know, stay fake nerds. <laughs> <laughs>